we will not be finishing Tanya tonight. That will be, we'll wait at least for, at least for next week. We are holding on page 148. And let's review a little what we learned last week. <clears throat> so we're talking about the Shekhinah, how the Shekhinah enters our world. And we spoke about the difference between the way the Shekhinah entered the world in the first base of Mikdash and the way the Shekhinah entered the world during the time of the second base of Mikdash. And we explained that in the Kodesh HaKadoshim or the Beis HaMikdash, which is in the Luchais that we're in the Beis HaMikdash, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, so over there was present in the Bayis Rishan, in the first Beis HaMikdash, it was the light of the Torah, which was within the, within the Luchais, but it didn't make its way all the way down here. Essentially, it remains the light of the, the Hashem's Chachman, Hashem's Ratzin, which precedes the world. But usually, everything filters down into our reality, and every single world, the energies adapt to the reality and enter the world in the form of the the parameters of that world. In the first base on Mikdash, the Oyer was so intense, the light of Torah that was which was the Shekhinah, and the light of Torah that was within it was so intense, it was, it only came down to the level of Malchus of Bria, which is an incredibly high level of, of revelation that was in the first Beis HaMikdash. He says, in the second Beis HaMikdash, the Gemara says the Shekhinah wasn't there. What does that mean? The level of Shekhinah that was existent in the first Beis HaMikdash wasn't in the second base of Mikdash, but rather in the second base of Mikdash, that same light, that same Torah, and that same Shekhinah, which transcends worlds, because this is from the Chachma of Hashem, which is from, which is much higher than the Alma, the Skalia, the revealed world, much higher than the energy which is intended for the worlds, but that, that Oyer came down lower, 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 and the Oyer, the light, came down all the way until Malchus of Yitzirah, and then Malchus of Yitzira enters the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the spiritual world of Asiya, and that was the Ur that was also in the second Beis HaMikdash. The Ur as it was, the Ur in the physical Kodesh HaKadoshim of the second Beis HaMikdash was on the same level as the Ur is in the Chachma Bina Das, which is the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the spiritual world of Asiya. They don't say that every generation is Ma'atu HaDorot, every door, 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 it's less and less and less. That's what we're saying, that the second base of Mikdash was a lower Oyer. So it's not that the Oyer, by the way, I just want to make it clear, it's not that the Oyer itself was lower. The Oyer is essentially the same. The Oyer is the Chachma and the Ratzon of Hashem. The question is... The containment. Yeah, the, how far does it come down? And be contained within... Right. The how far does it come down? It was, they were not there. So it would seem that the second base of Mikdash, that's uh, a grace, that's something that that's, uh, doesn't have the same advantage as the first base of Mikdash, because the Oyer... In the first place, Hamikdash was much higher, and obviously, in a certain respect, that is that is the case. The Shechina, the level of Shechina that was in the Bayis Rishon wasn't in the Bayis correct? On the other hand, there's a pasuk that says, "God will ye kaved the Bayis hazeh achra and yoiser min har Yishen. That the kaved of the of the of the of the of the, of the second Beis Hamikdash, as the Gemara Masechtas Megillah says, that that the, is greater. Then the first Beis HaMikdash, 
And the Gemara says that they, this expressed itself in two ways. Number one, the second base of Mikdash was bigger physically, it was, a, it was taller and bigger than the first base of Mikdash. And also it lasted longer. The first base of Mikdash lasted for 410 years. And the second base of Mikdash lasted for 420 years. And that was a reflection of a spiritual superiority that the second base of Mikdash has. When we say Godel, when the Torah says it's Godel, that means the second base of Mikdash has some sort of spiritual um, advantage also. What is the advantage of the second base of Mikdash if the level of Shechina that was there was a lower level of Shechina? And the answer is that the advantage is not despite the fact that the level of Shechina was lower, but because of that. At the end of the day, what is the tachlis of the creation of, the, of everything? What is the point of and the objective of all of creation? The tachlis of everything is that Hashem wants a dira b'tachtoinam. He wants a dwelling place over here in this lowest physical world. What does it mean a dwelling place? Does that mean a place where he happens to be? But it's not according to the parameters. It's not according to the kalim, according to the limitations of the place where he is. No, the point is, not only that Hashem should be here, but that we should be able to relate to the level of Kedusha that's here. And when a level of Kedusha is too high, like we had in the first base on Mikdash, where the level of Kedusha that was there was in the level of the world of Bria, and no one can go in except for the Kayin Gadol, because it didn't make its way all the oil didn't make its way all the way down here. It, it's so high and it didn't in any way adapt to where it is. It remains on the level of the world of Bria. That's not the ultimate Dira Bitahtoin. To the contrary, there is an advantage. When this same oil, the oil of the Torah, the oil of Hashem's Chachma and Hashem's Ratzon, which is the oil in Saf, when it comes down, the lower it comes down, that's actually a greater advantage. And that's an advantage in the Bayez Shani than in the Bayez Rishan. So in terms of where was there a higher level of Kedusha, where was there a Kedusha that completely blows everything away, a level of Kedusha that's beyond nature, and that's beyond the parameters of this world, that would be in Bayez Rishan. And that's an advantage. In terms of the level of the air that was there, there's no question. The level of the air in the Bayez Rishan, the first Bayez Mikdash was greater. Suppose the problem. But in terms of what's the kavana, the kavana isn't that we should have a world and in here should be an oil from the world of Bria which we can't relate to because it didn't come down all the way into our reality. That kavana was more in Bayashani than it was in Bayashani. Because there you had the oil of the Shekhinah, the oil of the Torah came down another level all the way down into the world of Asiya, at least the world, the spiritual world of Asiya. Because the Oyer, as we mentioned, and the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the second base on Mikdash, was on the level that the Oyer was in the Kodesh HaKadoshim of the spiritual world of Asiya. And there's an advantage, yes. Yeah. And Bri was the first base, base on Mikdash. Yes. So what was the purpose of why didn't um, the Luchas and the Oren attenuate you strengthened that art so we could, that, that, we could, that we could relate to it. Because the luchas themselves were, think about the luchas. The luchas themselves were miraculous. The luchas didn't belong here in this world. They were Maisa Elikim. So, so we have so here a foreign, we have here a foreign reality, a godly reality present here, but we can't really relate to it because it's beyond us. It's a tremendous Kedusha. And this tremendous Kedusha 
you know, resulted in the fact that the people of that time were talking a higher madriga and there was nevuah at that time and ruach hakodesh and all those things. But at the end of the day, that kedusha was somewhat imposed upon the world. It didn't enter the reality and the parameters of the world. It didn't enter what we call the gedarim, the gedarim of our world. The second base of mikdash, it got a little that same oyer, the same oyer, the oyer itself adapted even more and came down to a lower level. And let's continue. We're holding right now. We have to have it's page one forty-eight, almost halfway down from the top. The first word in the line is Adam. Yeah. Now the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. The second Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. So as the Gemara says in Mesechtes Brachas, Now, where do you have the Shechina? Where is Hashem to be found? Yeah. Wherever. The places wherever a person, a yid, is sitting and learning Torah, that's where the Shekhinah is. Even one person sitting and learning Torah, not even with a minion, because we know that I call Be'asara, Shekhinah Shari, whenever there are ten yidin, you have the Shekhinah, even if they're not learning Torah. But even one person who's sitting and learning Torah, Shekhinah Imoy, the Shekhinah is with him, Kedisa Be'brachas, Be'erkama, as we learned in the first Perek of Mesechtas Brachas. What does it mean the Shekhinah is with him? Are we talking about the Shekhinah the way it was in the first base on Mikdash? Are we talking about the Shekhinah the way it was in the second base on Mikdash? Also not. The way the Shekhinah comes down and chains down and encloses itself. Malchus of Atsilos comes down into Malchus of Bria, Vietzira Vaasiya. Malchus of Atzilus comes down first into Malchus of Bria, and then further into Malchus of Yitzira, and then into Malchus and of Asiya. And the Torah that we're learning now is the Oyer Ein Saf as it comes down into Malchus of Asiya. Now we have to understand that everything in this world comes from Malchus of Asiya. It's a spiritual world, you say. Malchus Asiya means the spiritual uh, counterpart of this world. Yeah. It's not the Gashmias. Uh, but everything, everything in this world comes from Malchus Dasiya. Malchus Dasiya is the lowest level of the, of the lowest spiritual world. So Torah also is Malchus Dasiya. So what's the difference between Torah and everything else? So there are two ways of understanding it. One, there, 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 are, two, there, are, two, there are two main differences. Number one is everything in this world can t- gets a little energy from Malchus Dasiya. Whereas in Torah, the whole Malchus Da'asiya is there. It's mentioned, it's the brain. Torah is the Chabad, just like in the brain, the whole energy of all of creation. So all of the energy for everything that's in this world is contained within Torah. Everything in the world receives, just like the finger receives a little energy from the brain, and the nose receives a little energy from the brain, and uh, the toe receives a little energy from the brain. Everything in this world receives a little energy from Malchus Da'asiya in the Torah. That's the nerve center. Everything in this world the energy for everything in this world is contained in Torah, which is the Torah which we have, which our Torah contains within it all the energy of Malchus of Asiya. That's one Nukudah. There's another Nukudah. So what, g- what was the Torah at the time of the Beis Mikdash, Rishon and Shani? It's, if Torah is the Malchus of, of Asiya, so what, what was its relative relation to, to the, to the Kodesh Kedoshim with the... Uh, so that was... Even in the time of Bayes Rishon and Bayes Sheni, 
When a yid sat and learned Torah, in, in his private base medrash, it was the shechina as it comes down through all the worlds. In the base hamikdash was a much higher level of shechina. When we say a higher level of shechina, means the, the shechina which did not come down and adapt itself to this world. And when you're learning Torah, that's the Torah as it enters this world. How do we know that the Torah that we're learning is the Torah as it enters our world? Maybe we're learning the Torah as it is in the world of Bria or Yitzira. No, you're saying here that our Torah is the Shechina as it comes down into Malchus of Asiya. Well, well, by Yishen, you also you said that it was, uh, it was, it was, it was Malchus Asiya. Because you said they're two different. No. And by Yishen, it was Chachma. The Chachma bin Adas of Asiya was Mislabish direct. Into where? Into, into, into the Kedesh HaKadashim. And, and then and the Torah what got it from there? And learning good Torah, when they're learning Torah, that went on further. That went it came from from Yerushalayim directly to where they're learning in Tel Aviv. Yeah, but it came down to Malchus of to Malchus of uh, of Asiya. When a person is learning Torah, that's the Shechina as it comes down further. In the Beis Hamikdash, the Shechina stopped here. When you're learning Torah, the Torah comes down even further. How do we know the Torah comes down further? Kitayag mitzvah the six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs of the Torah, which we which we have. In our Torah, when we're learning Torah, we're learning about the 600 mitzvahs of the Torah. Ruban Kikulam, almost all of them, hey mitzvah ismaisius. The Torah talks about physical mitzvahs. Even those mitzvahs that are connected to Dibur and to Machshava, for example, Talmud Torah, or Birchis HaMazen, learning Torah, Birchis HaMazen, Virkishma, or Tfilah, which these mitzvahs are connected to the to speech and to the mind, Hakaimalan, but Halach has been established. That thought is not like Dibur. If you think the words of Krishna, or you think the words of uh, of Davni, you weren't Yoitza. until you articulate it with your lips. You know, this is something which we as from people, you know, we take for granted. But it's, it's strange. You know, you don't go on, the, when you go on the train, you see people sitting and reading a Wall Street Journal or uh, uh, reading uh, CNN on their, on their phone. You don't see them moving, you know, okay, the by, <laughs> title of the article, the byline, okay, in Washington, D.C., yes. No, they're, they're reading it with their eyes, they're scanning it, and they're processing it. Yeah. Yet when we're going and we're sitting, with, whether we're davening or whether we're sitting with a homish or a gemara, our lips are moving. We don't even realize how strange it is because it's just part of our uh, our upbringing. But if the limudat teira, you would you would think is primarily something which is in the mind, right? And same thing is davening is avodah shabalev, the of the heart. Why is there this emphasis on on dafka and articulating? Rabbi, yeah. Mitzvah means something else. That means that if you intended to do a mitzvah, and then due to unforeseen circumstances, you weren't able to do it, then Hashem gives you the reward as if you did it. That's not. That doesn't mean that you can daven in your in your, in your mind. So you mean you don't get any credit if you if you sit and learn and you don't you don't articulate the words? You're just reading something. That's that's Torah. I mean, there's no there's no schar for that. I mean, how could that be? What do you say, Ruven? I'm guilty of that. <laughs> you are? 
how could that be? Because I, mean, I, I saw articulate, I can't concentrate. It's, it's, you're sitting and learning Torah. How could it not? We're not. We're not talking here about schar. We're talking here about the mitzvah. The mitzvah of limud hatayra requires akimas fasav. The, the fact is that if you make a bracha, a birchas hatayra, you have to say tayra. And by the way, for thinking tayra, you don't have to make a birchas hatayra. The halacha is before birchas hatayra in the morning, you're allowed to think tivrei tayra. Why? Because that's not the mitzvah. You want to know if you get schar, you want to know if the is proud of you and give you some ganeidim, maybe. But we're not, we're not in this game for ganeidim and schar. That's not, that's not what it's all about. We hear about doing the mitzvah, being kind of the mitzvah, the mitzvah of Limda and the mitzvah of Kriyashma, and the mitzvah of Davening requires Akim Asfasav, requires that the person should uh, articulate it. But there's also a mitzvah of Yidi Asatorah. Right. So if you're, if you're sitting in. <coughs> is there a mitzvah of Yidi Asatorah? Is that one of the Tayag Mitzvah There's an Indian of Yidi Asatorah. There's a spiritual concept, and it's very important, but the mitzvah. The mitzvah of Agisav Ayim Valayil, the mitzvah of Ishinatul Vanach of Dibartabam, the Dibartabam, is Akim Asfasav. Yeah, Yediyas Atayr is also important, but the mitzvah is the Dibartabam. The halacha as paskin al Rebbe Shulchan Aruch is that you don't have to do for here, but it might be a little shitasi because it's interesting. You say that there are different opinions about here, about here kedibur, whether here there's there's a machlekes taka whether bidiyeved not lechatchila whether bidiyeved it's um, you can be yoitza tefila or krishma bihiru bidiyeved and the Alter Rebbe paskins in Shulchan Aruch, the Altarebbe Paskins, that you weren't Yoytze even by the Yevet, which is interesting. You see over here how the Altarebbe is consistent in both the, his Shulchan Aruch and his Tanya. He Paskins that even by the Yevet, you're not Yoytze. There are days that say that by the Yevet you are Yoytze. No one says that Lechadchila, you can do Krishmar Tfilah with... Um, but if, let's say, a person was sick or Anus and he wasn't able to, uh, art- he wasn't able to articulate it, so he thought it. Was he after, is he Yoytze? Was he Yoytze? Um, Post fact. There are days that say, yeah, but the Altarebbe holds you're not Yoytze even by the Yevet. The Gemara, t- the, also, what? the Gemara talks about it in relation to a Balkari that um, you know they, they say he should just uh, be Mahahir, but it doesn't help. It's not uh, the final. So again, it's a Shaila whether, in other words, if you can't say, if you're in a place where you can, uh, let's say you can't, so you, you could be Mahahir. Even if you weren't Yitzha, you could still be Mahahir. Back upon him, let's not get lost over here. The point over here is. The Torah, the Al-Tareb is trying to bring out over here a simple idea. The Torah that we learned entered the physical reality because the entire Torah is about the physical, it's about physical mitzvahs. The Torah as it existed in the Kedosh HaKadoshim of the Bayesh Yishen, and even the Torah as it existed in the Kedosh HaKadoshim of Bayesh it wasn't that Oyer didn't enter our physical reality. The Oyer and the Bayesh Yishen stopped in the world of Bria, which is a spiritual reality. The Oyer and the Bayesheni stopped in the world of Asiya Haruchnis, which is a spiritual reality. In Torah, the Oyer, in the Torah that we learn, when a person, one person sitting and learning Torah, when we say the Shekhinah is with him, that means that the Shekhinah, which is the Chachma of Hashem, as it comes down into Malchus Datsilos, comes down all the way into our physical reality, which you can understand how great that is. And to a certain extent, there's an advantage of a person sitting and learning Torah over the Gili Oyer that there was 
in the bias Rishon. Think about that for a second. Imagine the Koyin Gadol, the Koyin Gadol walks into the into Kodesh Hakadoshim with the whole special hachan, and he has to be wearing big day lavan, and he has to have the Ktairas, and if the Ktairas isn't there, then he's uh, then he's a Chayiv Misaf. He has an Avedis, because the Oyer there was so overpowering and so overwhelming, the Oyer didn't belong in this world. Let's put it in somewhat different words. The Koyin Gadol had to be on the level, why only the Koyin Gadol on Yom Kippur? Because he had to be on the Madriga to be able to experience that Oyer, which was so much above and beyond that transcended this world. And even in the Bayashani, the Oyer was one that transcended the world. It didn't make it down here. And then there's Echad Sheyoshev Oisik Batayra. The word Yoshev is interesting. You don't even have to stand to learn Torah. We're sitting here. We're sitting here with cups of seltzer and we're relaxed. Yeshev. Yeshev also means Bias Yashvos, right? We're sitting there and we are imbibing. We are absorbing, taking in this Hashem's Chachma, Hashem's Ratz, and the Oyer Ein Saf. And it's entered our reality. We're learning about things that are familiar to us. We're learning about physical realities that enter in our world. But it's not as great as the, as the art that was in the, in the Absolutely. So the, it, it depends it how you define the word great. You could say that it's, it's greater. The oil in the first place, in the Kedis Hashem was higher. But what's greater? Greater is when the oil enters our reality. Because it becomes useful. Let's look inside Vaiter. This is the Dira B'Tachtoinim. That's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants to be present in our world on our terms. Not that he should be present on his terms. If he wanted to be present on his terms, he could have just created a world and injected himself. Think about that for a second. He wanted to be present on our terms. And where is that? That's in Torah. With Hayag, Mitzvah, Torah, the 613 Mitzvah, Torah, even Shavim, Rabbanon, together, the seven Mitzvah, Rabbanon, is Begematri, Yikasar, the 613 Mitzvah that we have, and the seven Mitzvah, Rabbanon that we have, the Gematri of that is 620, which is Kasar, Shuratzana Elyin Baruchu. Kasser is a reference to Hashem's Ratzin. It's called a Kasser because just like a crown is above the head, the same thing also, there's Hashem's Chachma, Hashem's Wisdom, and above that is Hashem's Ratzin, Hashem's Kasser, Hashem's Crown. What is Hashem's Crown? What is above Hashem's Head? What is above Hashem's Wisdom? It's the 620 Mitzvahs. In fact, it's like, you know when you want something and then you explain why you want it? The same thing is also, everything begins in Hashem's Kesser, and Hashem's Ratzin, that's where the mitzvahs are. That's what Hashem wants. You want to know what Hashem wants? He wants you to put up a mezuzah, He wants you to put on film. He wants you to eat kosher, and He wants you to... Uh, what? To eat Shabbos, etc., right? Not, not to eat Shabbos, not to eat Shabbos, not to wear Shabbos. And then later, it entered the Chachmah. But the 613 mitzvahs again, and the, and the seven mitzvahs Rabbanan, these are Hashem's Ratzin, HaMalubesh, B'Chachmah, Yizbarach, that's Malubish and Hashem's Chachma, Mi'chadus Ba'erin Seif Baruch Hu Betachlas Ayichud, and Hashem's Chachma and Hashem's Ratzin are absolutely one with the Erin Saf, and this is what we're experiencing when we learn Torah. You know, we're we're approaching the Yamtiv of Ashuas and Bashkacha practice. This is giving us a little of an insight into what Torah is and what we what we have when we're learning Torah. The med, there's a Medrash that says, and I, I forgot the name of the Amira. There was. Um, <clears throat> that there was an Apikoidus who came over to Namaira and said to him, The Pasuk says that the whole world is filled with Hashem's glory. And you're trying to tell me 
the Torah says that the Hashem, when he spoke to Moshe, was mebein badei ha'aron from between, from between the the sticks, the, the poles of the aron, from the from where the luchis were. If Hashem, if the entire world is filled with His glory, how is how is Hashem fitting in between the badim of the aron? So the Amirah said, <coughs> "Do me a favor. Go bring me some large, full-size mirrors." Okay, once he bombed the mirrors, he says, "Take a look. What do you see in the mirror?" He says, "I see myself." He says, "Okay, now I want you to bring me some small little mirrors." So he went and brought some little mirrors. He looked at it and said, "What do you see over there?" He said, "I see myself also." So he says, "Mad." So the Amirah says, "If if a human being can sometimes be big and sometimes be small, Allah has come over Kama the Hashem." Sometimes he's and when he wants he's able to compress himself into between the bottom of the Now what is between the bottom of the Aron? What is between the, what is there? Between the poles of the Aron? What's there? The Torah, the Luchas. And this muscle is an incredible muscle. Because when Hashem comes down into the world through the Torah, whenever Hashem, the Torah, as we know, the Torah comes down level after level after level. Okay, the Luchas stopped in the world of Bria, but then the Torah keeps on coming down until it enters our reality. In every reality, it's the mirrors getting smaller. But that's a, such an amazing muscle. Think about it. The mirror is getting smaller. Because in the bigger mirror, in the smaller mirror, what do you have over there? The same entity. It's the same person. It's the same Hashem. It's the same Chachmah and Ratzon of Hashem, which is existing in Chachmah of Atzilos, and then comes down into Chachmah of Bria, and then into Chachmah of Yitzhira and Asiya, and then into the Torah that we're learning. This is the Ur Ein Sof. This is Hashem compressed, the complete reality of Him. It's not that we have a lesser amount of Hashem's Chachmah. Just like the mirror, you say, okay, in a big mirror, so I have all of you. All of you. In a smaller mirror, I have half of you, and there's a, little, a smaller mirror yet, I have a quarter of you, no, in every mirror there's all of you. When we say that the Eibishter was with Samson himself, compressed himself into the Torah, that doesn't mean that he said, okay, I need to get myself into this physical world, this physical world can't contain me, so what am I going to do? I'm going to cut out three quarters, and they'll get only a quarter. In the world of Atzimus, you get 100%. I mean, here you know, 100%, 100% of Hashem is in every single word of Torah. Which makes no sense. How is the infinite wisdom of Hashem compressed into the physical limited Torah which we're learning? But that's because the file in the first place wasn't unlimited. It wasn't infinite. How do you compress something infinite into something which is uh, finite? Right? So Gemara talks about the idea of a, a pila bekupa de machta. A pila bekupa de machta. Trying to get an elephant through the eye of a needle. How do you get an elephant to the eye of a needle? So in general, there are two ways. Either you shrink the elephant, <laughs> or you enlarge the eye of the needle. But what if the elephant remains the same size, and the eye of the needle remains the same size? But the Eber Hashem is Hashem can take an elephant, something which is bleakful, and compress it into gvul, and you have the bleakvul in the gvul, and it makes no sense. It's totally illogical. And why is that? As explained in Chassidus, because Hashem transcends 
Bli Gvul, he transcends Gvul, he's above all of them, and therefore Hashem can take his infinite wisdom and compress it into the infinite words and Allah, into the finite words and Allah of Tayrah that we have in front of us. And that's that, that's what we have with Tayrah. When one person sits, yeah. So the wisdom of Hashem comes down all the way into the world of, of Asiya. And you think that's, oh wow. That's the, you know, I wish I could have the Torah as it was. I know the greatness of the Torah is that as it comes down into the Tayag Mitzvah Torah, the 613 Mitzvah of the Torah, and the seven Mitzvah of the Rabbanon, this remains ultimately, completely the wisdom of Hashem. The Chachma of Hashem, the Ratzon of Hashem, which is absolute Huva Chachma Sayachan, and who would say Hashem is one with his Chachma and one with his Ratzon. <coughs> And as mentioned, I believe, this is reflected in the Aran itself. The Aran itself was unique in that it combined the finite and the infinite. We spoke about this in one of the recent classes. How do you combine the... How do you... How you don't, don't try to understand. What? <laughs> don't, if, you, if you want to sleep tonight, don't try to understand. <laughs> but the fact is that it's brought down the Makim Aran Min Hamida. There was something unique about the Aran, which means that the Aran on the one hand, it absolutely had physical dimensions and it was limited in space. It had to be one and a half amas by two and a half amas by one and a half amas, precisely. The dimensions had to be precise. It was limited. And if it wasn't the right dimensions, then it wasn't the Arun, then it wasn't, didn't have the Kedusha to it. So it was Gvul. It was definitely Gvul. On the other hand, we know that it's brought down that when you put the Arun in the middle of the Arn, in middle, in middle of the, in middle of the Kedush Hakadoshim. So the Kedush Hakadoshim was twenty amas by twenty amas, at least in the, in the Mishkan. And if you were to take a tape measure, so you first you measure the Arn. The Arn is two and a half amas. Then you take a tape measure and you measure from one side of the Arn, and then second, then you take the tape measure and you measure the room. And how 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 big is the room? Twenty amas. Then you take a tape measure and you measure from one side of the Arn to the wall. 10 amas. From one side, the other side of the arm to the wall, 10 amas. The arm didn't take up any space. The room was 20. The arm was two and a half. Those are all confirmed and measured. But if you measured from each side of the arm to the wall, it was 10 and 10. Arm didn't take up any space. Now think about the significance of that for a moment. It's a, first of all, it's a nest that you can't imagine. It it's not, uh, it defies. Why does it. De right? Because you want to say something's infinite, it's infinite. You want to say something's finite, it's finite. But the combination of the two. <laughs> on the one hand, it's fi finite, on the other hand, it's infinite. And the, and the, and the bigger question is you know, the Ran, the Ran famously, famously says, the Drasha Saran, that Hashem doesn't stop do miracles to show off. He doesn't, oh, you, got, you want to see this cool trick that I can do? Here, watch this. <laughs> I can make that the makam, the Hashem doesn't do miracles for no reason. Every miracle, there's a reason for it. In other words, the fact that the makam aren't enim and amida is because it had to be enim and amida. And why is that? Because what does the arn represent? What does Torah represent? Torah represents this idea of the combination, of the coming together of the infinite and the finite. On the one hand, the Torah is the infinite Chachma of Hashem, one with Hashem Himself. On the other hand, here we are, 
me, you, 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 with our extremely, extremely finite minds, and we're, we're absorbing it. We're, we're taking it in. We're understanding it. How? How are we understanding? How are we understanding the Chachm of Hashem? This is the, this is the Kesser of Hashem. The Tayag Mitzvah said, the Kesser of Hashem. And yet it came down into physical terms and terminology. We're understanding it. Why? Because Hashem, in a way, because he's Kel Yachol. And therefore, because he's omnipotent, he was able to bring, to, to bring bridge together these two opposites. Yes? Why didn't we say that we would measure from one side of the orange to that wall and see that it didn't take up any space instead of us wondering how could it be that it's taking up space? Then we understand that, that the getokite of, of the Indian, instead of thinking, how does this work out? When everybody knows that, just by proving, going from the the opposite side of the Aaron and measuring it to that wall and seeing that it's 10 Amas that way. And if we measure from this way to, to the wall, it would also be 10 Amas. Then we understood that it Mamish didn't take up any space as opposed to saying, how could it be 10 and 10 is 20 and this thing is in between 20 I hear you. A technical question. I don't know the answer. I go to Kasha. Okay. And this is specifically, we're talking here about Halacha Shabbat Torah. You know, we say that Meshachara Beisamikdash um, Enle Lekadosh Baruch Hu Be'elami Eladal Damashal Halacha Where is Halacha most revealed? In Torah Shabbat Torah In Torah Shabbat Torah In Torah Shabbat You learn Torah Shabbat Torah Kshatim Lo'eis Al Yedecha Vayil Tehtav Eish Ben Yanecha What does that mean? No one knows. No one has any clue. And Tayyar Shabiksav, when it says to work for six days and the seventh day you should rest, what does it mean to rest on the seventh day? No one has any clue. Where is the Hashem's Ratzin? Where is the Kesser of Hashem? Where does it come most revealed? That's Dafka and Tayyar Shabbat. Let's do this inside. Vashem With Hashem's Chachma, that is the foundation of the Aretz. Aretz is a reference to Tayyar Shabbat. Because Aretz, according to Kabbalah, is a reference to Malchus, because it's the lowest of the spheres. And as we say in the Pasach Eliyahu, Malchus Peh, Teirah Shebal Peh. Right? The Malchus is Teirah Shebal Peh. So Malchus, which is Aretz, is the Teirah Shebal Peh. So Hashem Bechachma Yosad Aretz, meaning that where does the Aretz, where does the Teirah Shebal Peh come from? The Halachas and Teirah Shebal Peh come directly from Hashem's Chachma. The Nafka Mechachma Ilah. Which comes from the supernal chachma, as it says in Zayar, the Abba Yosad Brata, that the father is the foundation of the daughter. This is Kabbalistical talk. But just like uh, here in this physical world, there's a special relationship that a father has with his daughter, in a way even more so than his sons. So the same thing, oh, this is a reflection of a spiritual reality, which is that Abba, which in, um, in Kabbalistical terms, Abba is a reference to chachma. The sphere of Chachma is called Abba, it's called the father. And the Bas, the daughter, is Malchus. You have the, all, all the spheres make up a beautiful nuclear family. You have the father and the mother, which is Chachma and Bina. And then you have the Midas and Malchus, which is the Ben and the Bas, the son and the daughter. So the father is Chachma, the daughter is Malchus, and the father enjoys a special relationship, Nafka, with the daughter. And that's reflective of the fact that the daughter, which is Malchus, which is Teirah Shabbat Pam, 
is most rooted in Chachma, because in Teresh Valpeh, which is where you have the revelation of Hashem's Ratzon, the revelation of the mitzvahs, that is a direct pipeline straight to Chachma, straight to Hashem's Chachma, straight to the Chachma and the Ratzon of Hashem, which is within Hashem's Chachma. Because we're considered a connection from the one of Hashem is one of the Hashem. So we're saying we have that connection from the what we're called, you know. You're getting caught up in a, in a detail. The Zayar says, Abba Yasad Brata. Let's leave it alone for now. It's giving it as a mushal because, I mean, generally it's not necessarily that what a person is closer with is. There are different Mamari Chazal. I don't remember them offhand, but we could look at them up here where it talks about specifically the relationship of the father and the daughter. There are such Mamari Chazal. It's a different type of relationship. It's not, uh, there's a certain closeness there that's not given by children by sons. And I think Mizetas Bechush. The Mitzias, you see it also. Anyways, so we're sitting over here, and it's Erev Shuas, or almost Erev Shuas, but it's Erev Erev Shuas. And this is really uh, very informative also regarding the Yom Tov Because the Yom Tov is a puzzling Yom Tov. We've spoken about this in the past years. What is this Yom Tov? What is the significance? What is the substance of the Yom Tov What happened? Vav Sivan, Tavshin, Vav Sivan in the year, not Tavshin, the year at the base Tav Memchas. Some 3,330 years ago, somewhere around there. So Hashem revealed Himself and He gave us the Torah. What does it mean He gave us the Torah? We had the Torah beforehand. There were yeshivas beforehand. They learned Torah beforehand. There's the yeshiva in Goshen. There's the yeshiva Shem Ve'ever. And in Mitzrayim, we know the Levim didn't work because they were sitting and learning Torah. So what exactly happened about Torah? So this is a, somewhat of a famous question. And there are many answers that are given to this question, but Chassidus zones in on a certain Medrash, which the Medrash says that when Hashem created the world, the rule was Hashemayim, Shemayim, Lashem. That there was this division between the Shemaim, and the Shemaim belonged to Hashem. And the Aretz, through this physical world, was Levnei Adam, that belonged to us. And there was this unbridgeable divide between heaven and earth, and that which was holy was holy, and that which was mundane was mundane. And then, by Mount Torah, that divide was bridged. And it says, Hashem comes down Har Sinai. And then Val Moshe Amar Aleil Hashem. Moshe then afterwards goes up to Hashem, and suddenly we created highways connecting us to Hashem. And a lot of ink has been spilled on this. What this means exactly, according to Chassidus. But the first thing we see right away is the connection to our Perik. But what is the ultimate ideal? is when the Shekhinah comes down by Yered Hashem al Harsinai. We're trying to bring the Ebishter as low down here in the world possible to make a dirbi Not that Hashem should remain um, lofty and removed. And the Ovish, they did mitzvahs before Mantar. They did. But there were two primary differences between the mitzvahs before Mantera and the mitzvahs after Mantera. What happened by Mantera? There were two main differences. Or the Torah that was learned before Mantera and the Torah that was learned after Mantera. One is in terms of the relationship between Hashem and creation. 
we know when a teacher when a teacher teaches so the teacher gives over a lot of beautiful ideas a lot of insight but the teacher doesn't and can't convey and transmit him or herself there's the teacher there's the student and what you're getting is a little of the especially and especially if the teacher is on a much higher level than the students so what are the students receiving from the teacher the teacher is is, is taking a little part of his or her intelligence, a little, you know, a little chalak, which is shaykh for the student to be able to understand, and that's been given over to the student. Can you say that the student is really getting the teacher, the teacher seichel by itself, the way the teacher understands things? No. And before Mantaira was the same thing. The Torah that they learned, they learned Torah, but what did they learn? They learned that part of, you know, Hashem gave over to the world not the essence of who he was, not the highest part of him, but the lowest possible levels, that part which is shaykh to creation and shaykh to the Bria, was given over. And then came along Mantaira. And what is the first word of Mantaira? Anoichi. What is Anoichi? This, continuing on the theme we we're talking about, the Gemara says in Sakhta Shabbos that Anoichi is a Rashi Tevis. Which can be translated as I wrote myself into the Torah I, Nafshis, myself, Ksavis, wrote myself in Yehavis and gave it to you. The Ebrister put himself into Torah. Not that there is something that Hashem gave us. He himself. As the Zayr says, The Pashat, when we're learning Torah, we're Pashat taking Hashem. We had this earlier, remember, where Hashem says, Sorry? So he says, that you should take Li. Hashem is telling us that through Truma, which is Torah, Truma is, uh, the Zayr says, Truma is Torah Mem, the Torah that was given in 40 days, the, letter, the word Truma is Torah Mem, that through Truma, Ve'yichuli, we're taking Hashem, we're Pasha taking Hashem. That's why it doesn't say Ve'yitnuli Truma, even though that, that would be more uh, grammatically correct, Ve'yichuli. So one thing that happened in Torah is that we're getting Hashem Himself. Hashem Himself, as we mentioned, Simsem Atzmai Ben Badi and He Himself is compressing and compacting Himself and giving us Himself in its entirety. And there's another difference. The other difference between before Ma'an and after Ma'an is that before Ma'an the mitzvahs that the Ovis did were about the spiritual content. They were connecting their spiritual selves with Hashem. It wasn't about the physical. And I'll, I'll give examples of that in a moment. But what we understand is that before Ma'an the highest part of the human being connected to the lowest part of Hashem. After Matan Hashem Himself connects to the lowest part of the human being, which is the Maisa Bipoyal. What is it? What, what do I mean? You understand? In other words, our high, we connected, our highest point connected to Hashem's lowest point. That was before Matan and, and after Matan the accomplishment is that the divide was removed completely 
And Hashem Himself is being connected in the Tayyag, like we're learning today, in the Tayyag Mitzvah in the physical. And that goes to say, well, you know, I'm thinking. That's great that you're thinking Torah. And when you're thinking Torah, you're connecting your spirituality with Hashem. That you could have done before Ma'am Torah also. The whole accomplishment of Ma'am Torah is that you say words of Torah, you're not only connecting your mind to Hashem, you're connecting your lips to Hashem. And as we learned earlier on in Tanya, in Peter Klamatayim, that when you connect your lips to Hashem, you're connecting the whole world to Hashem through a process that's discussed over there. And there are many different concepts that are explained based on this. One of them is, there's a, be- there's a beautiful sikha from the Rebbe, he says, we know Hachnasa Sarchem is one of the biggest Jewish midrash uh, that there is. From where do we know where do we learn Achnasasarchem from? Ramavino. is a big Machnasairach. In fact, he was so big a Machnasairach that um, he was once busy speaking to Hashem. And he sees three guests coming. And he tells Hashem, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have something more important to do right now. So why did you, if you want, you can wait for me, but I have to go and I'll do Achnasas Archim. From that we learned that G'dayla, Achnasas Archim, Yeser, Ma'akabalas, Ne'eshkina. So the Rebbe asked a question. It's called a Klotz Kasha. But Avram Avinu wasn't doing Achnasas Archim. He thought he was doing Achnasas Archim. Really? They were Malachim. They didn't need to eat, they didn't need a drink, they didn't need lodging, they didn't need anything. So as it turns out, Avraham Avinu didn't do Achnas Asarchim. It was all one big illusion. He didn't, know, he didn't know that. He didn't know that, but at the end of the day, he missed out on talking to Hashem. And more than that, we, the whole concept of, of G'dayla, Achnas Asarchim, where do we learn it from? From a lie. There was no Achnas Asarchim over there. Why would Hashem do that to him? Why would Hashem... Uh, The Rebbe says that this story actually illustrates the difference that there is between the difference that there is between before Ma'am and after Ma'am Before Ma'am as we mentioned, it was all about connecting spiritually to Hashem. So where, what place does the physical have? Okay, the place the physical has is that when the spiritual is complete, it expresses itself also physically. The physical is only an expression of the spiritual. Before Ma'am Just like, I mean, this is something we've spoken about in the past. When you have a relationship, the physical acts that you do in the relationship aren't that important. They're reflections of the spiritual connection, of the emotional connection that there is. And if there is no emotional connection, the physical acts are nothing. Now why is it that when you come on Matter of Shabbos and you give your wife roses that she's, that she's happy? But if uh, some stranger knocked on the door and gave her roses, she wouldn't be happy. One second, do roses make her happy or not? The answer is it's not the roses. The physical is only, is only a reflection of the spiritual midas of the emotions. Before Ma'am our relationship with Hashem was the same way. Yes, they were physical. We gave Hashem roses. But the roses weren't what was important. It was the feeling behind it that was important. Why? Because we were connecting not our physical self with Hashem, 
because our physical self remained removed from Hashem due to the fact that it was physical and mundane and limited, we were connecting spiritually to Hashem. So Avram Avinu, his Avodah was Chesed. The Gilui, the revelation of the Chesed in his Neshama, that was his greatness. His intent, not, not the mind. It was about the Chesed. The Chesed expressed itself in different behaviors, but the main thing was, wasn't the behaviors, because before Ma'am the main thing wasn't behaviors. Before Ma'am you didn't need to articulate the words. It wasn't important. And if you did articulate them, it's because your feelings were so strong that they came out in, 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 in your words. But the words themselves weren't important. That's why the Zayar says something interesting. The Zayar says that Yaakov Avinu, how, how did he do the mitzvah of tefillin? With the sticks. You know the famous story of the sticks and he... Um, he peeled off uh, some spots. The Zayar says, you know, it's a strange story there. The Torah is telling us about how Yaakov went and took this stick and that stick and made damp and he peeled off some of the bark. The Zayar says, this is his way of filling. That's filling? So maybe tomorrow I'll uh, open up a store and I'll say I have a cheaper version of filling. Instead of spending $2,000 up here, I'm going to take, I'm going to get sticks. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> no, no, that's the sheep. Mak, maka, livna, lach, luzva, armein. I'm going to get the sticks, I'm going to peel off and make some splotches on it, and I have tefillin like Yaakov Avinu had. You have, I have a Yaakov Avinu's tefillin. <coughs> it doesn't work. Why? Because tefillin, it's very specific, the way tefillin has to be made. But that's only after Mount because after Mount where the physical is important. Before Mount whichever object he used, it was the kavana behind it. And by the way, what happened to the sticks after, after he finished with them? threw them in the garbage. Why? Because again, it was about connecting the spiritual to the spiritual. And in general, the Alter Rebbe says in Torah, how could they have worn tefillin before Ma'am What did it say over there? And there talks about, you think of the Kadashli Kavachir, it talks about going out of Mitzrayim, but they were busy writing parchment which talked about uh, um, right, what is the, the, how does it end? Vayarik Hashem Kavachir, Bersh Mitzrayim, Obviously, they were doing mitzvahs in a spiritual way, and they were connecting spiritually to Hashem. By the way, there was only one exception to this rule. One exception. What was the one exception? It was the mitzvah of Milah. Because that was the only mitzvah that Avram was commanded by Hashem. All the other mitzvahs he did was... And the mitzvah of Milah, Taka, it was about the physical, and the physical became Kaddish, which is why when Avram Avinu needed a Chavzah Shal Kedusha, when he needed a holy item, to make Aliyah to swear on it. Why didn't he go find a mezuzah or a Sefer Torah or a tefillin? Avram didn't have a Sefer Torah. I don't know if he had a Sefer Torah. But even if he would have had a Sefer Torah, it wouldn't have been holy. I, 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 I got a question. How about the Gidhan The Gidhan Nasha didn't become holy, to the contrary. We're talking here about something which you do a mitzvah with it becomes holy. That's a mitzvah's laser set. Yeah. And, and even Gid Hanosha, was that a mitzvah before Mantera? I don't know if it was a mitzvah. That was, a, a, yeah. that was something they accepted upon themselves. But But when was the tzivoy? The tzivoy might have been a Mantera. I'm not sure about that. But I'll upon him. The, um, so Avram Avinu, imagine the strangeness of, strangeness of it. That the only chayfetz of Kedusha, the only holy object he can find is his bris milos. So he has to make Eliezer. So that's we're on his brismillah. Because, again, even if Avram Avinu had a mezuzah on the door, it wasn't holy. Why? Because then it wasn't about the Gashmi. Then it was only, it was only about the, it was only about the Ruchni at that time.
after Ma'an Torah, the Iker becomes Taka, the Tayag Mitzvah the action, not the Kavana. It's the exact opposite. The exact opposite. You can have all the Kavanas of eating Matzah, but if you didn't eat the Matzah, you weren't Yitzah. But without the Kavana, you're not Yitzah either. You are. Yes, yeah. mitzvah is kavan. No, well, not, not, not matzah. No, but let's have the mitzvah. Okay, but it's a different type. Of, it's a different type of kavan. It's partially you have to have a mind you're doing the mitzvah. The, the, well, it's if a, it is the mitzvah, so why you need the kavan? The iker is the mitzvah. The iker is the mitzvah. The kavan, the, let's put it. The kavana, even if you're going to say mitzvah shrikas kavana, the kavana is a tnai. It's not the etzim ha mitzvah. The etzim ha mitzvah is the achila. Even even if you're going to say it's ma'akiv, it's a tnai. I don't want to get too uh, lumpish over here. But there's a difference between a tnai and the mitzvah. The mitzvah is not the kavana. It's not pshat that there's two elements to mitzvah. There is the by the machshava and there's the ma'ase. No, there's the mitzvah. Alama, there's a tnai leikuva. You have to have kavana, but that's not the mitzvah. Mitzvah isn't the kavana. The other way around, before Matan Torah was the Kavana. It was all about the Kavana. Only Kavana. Yeah, okay, so the Kavana expressed itself a lot of times in action. Just like when you love someone, you give them a gift. But the main thing is the love. Not the main, the main thing isn't the gift. Who told them how to do the actions? They made it up themselves? The Eruach HaKadosh, however it may be. But the point was that it was about, again, they were connecting their spiritual selves with what? With the lowest level of, of Hashem, the level of Hashem, which is Shaykh to creation. Comes along Mantaira, and now we have Anon Nafshish Savis Yehavis, that we're connecting to Atmus, the essence of Hashem, and where are we bringing the essence of Hashem? Where are we squeezing it into? In this world. And Elam Hamaisa and the in 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 when we're learning the Torah and learning about the Halacha Shabbat Torah, which is in Yadam Gashmiim, and in the Mitzvahs Gashmiim, we're making the world into holy place, the Gashmiis of the world. And this is the Rekuda, this is the Iftu, is the accomplishment of the accomplishment of of Shavuos. You know, it says that Yom Hashishi, the whole world was waiting until to see if we're Mekabel the Torah or not. And if, the, if we had not been Mechabal the Torah, then the world would, would have been re, would have reverted to um, to say to nothingness. What's wrong if we would have sat and learned Torah without accepting the Torah? Think about that. Just like Avram learned Torah and and Shem Ve'ever learned Torah, they learned, we accepted the Torah. We wouldn't have accepted the Torah. But what would have been so bad if that would have continued? But the answer is that the reason why Hashem created the world. Is dafka because he wants adiri betachtoinim. The others were a preparation. The others were a preparation. But the avodah begins after mantera when we begin, when we bridge that gap and connect the lowest of the low with the highest of the high, and that happened mantera. And if not, if you would not have accepted the Torah, that wouldn't have happened. Then the whole tachlis, the whole purpose of the creation of the world, would not have been realized. And this reflects itself in many many different uh, ways on shavuos and. The Rebbe has so many different sikhs explaining every single angle of Shavuos from this direction. This idea that um, how the whole point of Shavuos is the connection of the highest to the lowest. And dafka the dir betachtoinim. This the chibur, the chibur, the connection of the yoyim and tachtoinim. I think we spoke about this in our previous year, how Shavuos is unique. And that it's the only Yom Tev wherein we have a day which is completely choil which we make into completely quick. There's the second day of Yom Tev.
There is no Sveika the Yema on the second day of Shavuos. Every other Yom Tov, there's a Sveika the Yema. In Shavuos, there is no Sveika the Yema. And the Chazal came along and they're Mesakin and Chutzlaris, so we make a second day of Yom Tov. Talk about the ultimate taking something which is Choyl and turning it into, and turning it into Kedusha. And um, one of the areas where it expresses itself is that something unique about the Yom Tov of Shavuos, where the Gemara says in Masech the Shabbos, that when it comes to Shavuos, it's Kuli Alma Moidi Deba'ina Nami Lachem. Because the Machlikis, Machlikis Benigate Yom Tov, are we supposed to devote Yom Tov to Hashem and to spiritual matters? Are we supposed to devote Yom Tov to ourselves, to enjoying ourselves? Are we supposed to divide Yom Tov maybe a little, some of this, some Lachem and some Lachem? And that's some Machlikis Benigate to every single Yom Tov. When it comes to Shavuos, so everyone is Moida. The Be'inla Nami Lechem, that in Shavuos we have to enjoy ourselves. We have to eat and we have to drink. We have to physically enjoy ourselves. As Rashi says, to show that we appreciate that we got the Torah. For Exich the Shaila, if we want to show that we appreciate we got the Torah, then why are we eating cheesecake? We should go learn Torah. But once we understand the Nikud of what Mount Torah is all about, the Mount Torah is that the Lechem also should be holy that we should become holy. Not only and every part of us become holy, including our eating, including our drinking, including our sleeping. And it's not only about that the highest part of me is connects to Hashem. The highest part of me means when I'm davening, I'm connected to Hashem. Or when I'm learning, I'm connected to Hashem. When I'm doing a mitzvah, no. The lowest part of me, my eating also has to be connected to Hashem. That's the Chiddush of, of Shavuos. That not only the highest part of me connects to Hashem, but the lowest part of me connects to Hashem. And which part of Hashem the Anoichi of Hashem, because we're bringing the Anoichi of Hashem into every single part of the world, and to even into, as the Rebbe would say so many times, the lowest part, the part where there is nothing lower than that. Anyways, everyone have a good Yom Tiv. And I'll see you all in Mitzvah Hashem next week. Yes.